You're listening to Tech Talk Central. You're listening to Tech Talk Central. I'm glad to have with me uh, Dr. Yorgos Musdis, uh, who is a senior researcher at the Institute of Theoretical and Physical Chemistry at the National Hellenic Research Foundation. Hello, George. Hello. Glad to have you with us today. And uh, you, how many years have you been a researcher? Oh, officially it's about 20 years, but unofficially, if I start measuring from the day that I start my PhDs, about 30 years. About 30 years. So you have enough experience to tell us what are the motives for a researcher? Uh, Why to follow the the, the, is not this a, path? It's very common to say, but the researcher is not a job. It's mm. more a hobby. <laughs> you must love what you are doing. You're you, getting paid for that. <laughs> yes, that's a good thing. That's a good thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, what I really love is when I saw an experiment a successful experiment when mm -hmm. I see the crystals go down that I succeed to synthesize what I, I was pre preparing mm -hmm. it's something it's a feeling like the runner when he finished uh, first mm -hmm. it's something very something that you have to like it you don't measure the time you have to wait to wait to wait to read a lot but when you succeed it's the happiness that I have done it yeah. but there are many difficulties also yes It's first of all, it's difficult. You have to spend a lot of time, mm -hmm. so your personal life it's limited. Not and spare time at all. Yes, there is some spare time, but you can never stop thinking about the science. Mm -hmm. Even sometimes when you go to bed, you you are getting married to science. Yes, in a way. And sometimes your wife is a little bit jealous because Zealous, you have to spend sometimes even years far away from your home. Mm -hmm. When you have a sabbatical or you have to go for a cooperation for some months in another country, it's difficult. You can't move your family with you. This happens often? Nowadays, that I'm a senior researcher, no. But in the beginning, it was really difficult. Mm. Try to imagine that nowadays all the people that are doing postdoc to another countries, they can't move with their families. So sometimes they have to broke their relations yeah. for that reasons. It's a very big problem. Yes, sure. So it's a lifetime problem, yes. And uh, what are you doing in uh, the National Hellenic Research Foundation? Uh, we are trying to keep working for, with these conditions. Now the time is difficult. That, that's a general for all Greeks, yes. I think. <laughs> general for all the Europe. For all Europe, in a way. It's difficult now to obtain money for the research. Mm -hmm. So you have always, you have to spend a lot of time writing proposals. Mm -hmm. And that's something we don't like it. But the main uh, focus on my research is the low-dimensional materials. Mm -hmm. Materials that uh, are hybrids, mm -hmm. they have organic and inorganic part, and we can separate in two categories. The category when the organic part is the active part. In this category, the organic part uh, organized in low-dimensional structures. And these, these low-dimensional structures, they have some conductivity or even superconductivity. So we have crystals mainly that they are conductor in one direction and the uh, semiconductor or uh, they are not conducting at all to the other directions. 
Uh, it's a very important research because mm-hmm. the organic conductors, the organic conducting material are very important for the technology. Mm-hmm. And that, w- where are they used? They, we don't have a lot of use now mm-hmm. still, but uh, we used the new generation of organic electronics mm-hmm. and also we prepare some, some uh, sensors with them. Mm-hmm. Pressure sensors of uh, movement sensors, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is very good. I mean, uh, we are just getting ready for the Internet of Things, and that's yeah, perhaps, perhaps an application. Okay, and second, and the second one are the the second category where the active part is the inorganic part. Mm-hmm. These are, have more applications, especially in the photovoltaics. It's uh, the family of perovskites. And lately, the last four or five years, we found that uh, there are very good dyes for the uh, photovoltaics. So we hope we have obtained some very good uh, yields, even comparable to the classical to the classical photovoltaics with silicons. So we hope that the next generation photovoltaics will be uh, flexible uh, photovoltaics with pair of skies with a very good uh, yield and also very good price. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else are you doing? Uh, also, salt gel chemistry. Yes, we are preparing some uh, metal oxides films. When we use them as sensors for uh, chemical gases, mm-hmm. uh, the chemical gases are a part of science that is very interesting nowadays, and they have many, many applications because we try to have obtain information from our environment. So. It's very important to know if there is any explosive gas in a room or something mm-hmm. like this. Sensors, in a, in a way, again. Chemical sensors, yes. Chemical sensors. And the last uh, category is spectroscopy. Spectroscopy, it's a big part of my research. I use mm-hmm. it for the first, uh, for the low-dimensional materials, because the pair of skies are fluorescent materials. Due to my experience to this fluorescence, I have some cooperations with the Agricultural University, That uh, and we are trying to uh, test the authenticity of uh, virgin olive oil. Also, mm-hmm. we can check if any if there is any adulteration of mm-hmm. olive oil, and we can record the deterioration of olive oil with the heating or by uh, radiation. It's very interesting and very interesting also for the Greece because for it's, Greece, yes, it's a national product. Mm-hmm. Uh, So we have developed. How accurate is this method, George? It's very accurate. It's very accurate. It's not an official method, mm-hmm. but it's very accurate. It's very fast. You can have results in less than a minute. You just probe, put the probe, you take the measurement, you you do the chemometrics, some calc- some uh, statistics, and you have the result. And it's very accurate. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is something that you have done in your lab, or it's a patented thing, or it's a general method. No, we have developed it in our lab mm-hmm. with the cooperation of Agricultural University and also uh, we need the, the chemometrics, the statistical method and for this we cooperated with another uh, scientist in the United States in the uh, mm-hmm. University of Idaho. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, he's a Greek but uh, he's living for... Uh, in, he's living, uh, living It's uh, Professor Kalivas. Okay, Professor Kalivas. And uh, I, I have noticed that uh, all you have uh, referred to Uh, they have a practical or commercial value added, is it? Yes. In a way. Yes, nowadays uh, the that, science... That's, that's uh, the, the, uh, the line uh, of doing today? In general, nowadays, uh, you must 
the results must have some uh, reflectance to the society, mm-hmm. to the economical or to, to give to back to the society. society. Yeah. Yeah, so. They pay us, so we have to give them back something. Yeah, something. We are doing also some basic research, but we are trying to do the basic research always in accordance with the with some things that they can uh, use in uh, everyday life. What will be uh, what our world will be tomorrow? or tomorrow, let's say, in, in next years. Very different from the one we know today? Yeah, the technology is changing very fast. We can see it. Uh, it happens just some hours before to give a lectures about the future of the TVs. TVs, television. Yes, the next generation of TV will be flexible. It will be just a roll of paper. You can you uh, put it in your, uh, your back or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. They have already discovered it. It's yes. a matter of time when uh, we will start. We already have curved TVs in the market. We have the OLED TVs, the organic oh, like emission TVs. That's total, the technology is totally different from the old ones, the plasma or the LCD mm. TVs. The things are changing. They will be very cheap. So also the illumination of the rooms they will be changed. We are starting using mm-hmm. LEDs. LEDs. Uh, that's right. Yes, special lamps. Okay, so after all that, what's your advice for the young boy or girl that wants to become a researcher or like would like to become a researcher? First of all, to be very sure that they like the research. Mm. They have the intention to spend many time reading, studying and working mm-hmm. because Sometimes we have uh, the opinion that uh, the researcher is uh, just a clever uh, man. No, he's a hard-working man. He's a man who is, or a woman who is... <laughs> I was asking. <laughs> yes. yes, but we have some problems. Yes, there were some... Try to imagine that it was Marie Curie. Marie Curie. More, very excellent uh, scientist. That working very hard. There is hard work and to spend a lot of your time and a lot of your life to be a scientist. If you like it, you will find very nice things to be happy and to enjoy your life. You will succeed. Yes. It's not succeeding from the uh, view of money, but uh, salaries are not very good. But Your uh, your, your satisfaction. Your satisfaction. You will be very happy with your life. Thank you. Thank you very much, Yorgos Muzdis. And I thank you that you gave me the opportunity to talk about my job. uh, From National Hellenic Research Foundation. I'm Yanis Rizopoulos. Thank you very much. Tech Talk Central from National Observatory of Athens. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.